Path Folk to the Final Path Ventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path. Now with a longer to-do list. I mean, <laughs> we knew it was going to be long. Yeah. Can we just tape <laughs> off the whole town and put under an under construction sign on it? I'm sure your uh, citizens here would be just as thrilled as we hear <laughs> in Dallas are every time they tear up 75 again. <laughs> uh, yeah, which yeah. is every single year. I was about to say, you mean, you mean continue to tear up 75? Yeah, yeah. I, like, I don't know if they ever stopped. They moved it's on to 635, 635 at one point. Yeah, yeah, 635 now. But between 635 and 75, I don't think I re- ever remember a time where some construction is not going on on one of those Correct. highways. Mm-hmm. Well, by the time that they get past where you live, it'll be time to restart all the construction back down around the high five and all the rest of that. Yeah, because it's one of those things that it takes so long to do it. By the time they're done, the capacity they plan for is already exceeded and they need to expand it further, which is why it never stops. However, uh, highway um, repairs are not technically the responsibility of all of you here in Stackies. We do need to fix that bridge. Bridge repair might be. I was going to say, yeah, we may be taking that on just because nobody else will. Well, we can't just take it on. It has to be approved. All of this to say, welcome back, everyone, to uh, the continued adventure of the Knights of Summer. When last we left our heroes, they had finally made their way to their estate at Stackies. Technically speaking, the Betany estate, uh, Swanmere Manor. I was going to say, it's not the Betany estate now, it's the Zespire estate, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Betany estate is probably what a lot of people will still call it. However, when last we left our heroes, they had um, they made their way to Stackies. They had uh, uh, enjoyed an evening's rest, woke up the next morning. An entire ceremony had taken place where every one of the 66 citizens of Stackies came to swear their fealty to uh, Felix, even the mm-hmm. tiny little babies. <laughs> <laughs> Felix had to kiss them on the cheek, traditionally. It's true. And uh, Felix had also, of course, sworn to uh, aid them however she could, uphold the uh, the literal, the the noble obligation, the noblesse obligé. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had then had a brief tour of the town of Stackies, which you had realized during that tour that the place needs a little tender loving care, mm-hmm. a little uh, a little, little facelift, a little remodel. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes, we had decided to start our HDTV version, which is, I guess, FTP TV. <laughs> so uh, our little home improvement property magic bros as far as uh, Cornelius and Oliver magic property oh, no. <laughs> yeah we left off as, uh, as all of you had done a quick little tour around the town you'd settled down at the the wolf's whisker I actually really like the name of that tavern the wolf's whisker here in uh, central stackies mm-hmm. and begun to uh, formulate as uh Onara Sykum, the former honorary tribune and now simply Sheriff Sykum, had uh, settled down with you. Sheriff and also the inn's proprietor. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, technically speaking, it's just a tavern. There's uh, like an upstairs room that she can kind of rent out, but it just is a retrofitted house. Like yeah. It's kind of like an Airbnb sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you had to you just sleep by the fireplace downstairs. Yeah, yep, I mean, you could just sleep on the floor. Yeah, mm-hmm. unfortunately, the ground floor. Well, as far as the tavern portion of the ground floor, it is just a dirt floor. Mm. But I think we'd uh, I think we should just go ahead and jump back into things. I know that was a, a very brief recap there, but we had a very extensive recap in the previous episode. So I think we can true. just do a brief recap there. And I really want to get into uh, to crunching some numbers with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody open Excel. Please Everyone tell me excited. that you have a handy dandy list, Rick, that we can uh, see. There will be a I list a available list. for all should of you. Say, should we call it a quest tracker? Uh, <laughs> no, actually, I didn't put this down as a quest thing because it's a little bit more extensive than I, a, I was going to say, I imagine it would be a ridiculously long list. 
I'll go through all of this and I can provide you with some details a little bit later on, but to set the scene, all of you are here in the Wolf's Whisker Tavern. Again, a tavern's a generous term because the, the public house here is just the retrofitted part of the ground floor of a regular house. And as such, there's only really enough room in here for about five tables. Um, and there's some like benches up front and all the rest of that stuff if more people show up. Although for a town of 60 something people, of which only maybe like 40 something of them are of like drinking age. And how many of them are choosing to come to the tavern at a time? You'd think that this is probably plenty of room for the size this town is now. I mean, this this feels like one of those things like this is a small town. There's nothing to do but drink after work. Do we have good bar food? Do we have like potato wedges and nachos and awesome stuff like that? Did, did you remember nice. he listed everything this town grows? <laughs> potatoes wasn't on the list. <laughs> it's leek soup for everybody. <laughs> they should really be growing potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually, I don't know. Do potatoes grow well in wetter environments? I don't know. Because um, uh, I know like leeks and a lot of root vegetables can fairly well. Uh, um, well and like kale takes are. a lot of uh, water. But anyway. What you're saying uh, is they should be growing sand, rice? Apparently well-drained sandy soil. Mm. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you will get diseased tubers. So um, it being a swamp that we're kind of adjacent to would actually mean it's terrible for potatoes. Yeah. Uh, okay, so no, we're not growing any potatoes. It may have been good for it when the pump was mm. working. Yeah, yeah we can start growing potatoes. Better. Yeah, with the extra space we'll be getting when we clear out all this muck, we can make it into Who a potato farm. Who wants to grow potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, you settle down and all the rest of that. They just... Put a head of cabbage in the center of the table and you can just tear off a leaf whenever you're hungry. <laughs> okay, and now you're just making me think of a blooming onion from Outback and it's, it's just... It's, yeah. a, it's just a big old cabbage. <laughs> it's a big old, like, just baked cabbage. Yeah. The six of you, counting Onara, sit at a table, uh, one of the centrally located table. Again, the fireplace is not lit. In fact, there's actually no lighting in here. She's just opened mm. up the window, so there's a lot of natural light because it's in the middle of the day right now. Yeah, save on but energy. But it's cheaper than, yeah, it's cheaper than burning a candle or lighting a lantern or something like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you know, like, everything's got to be inflated here because of having to, you know, ship it all in. And you have your spellcasters here, so, I mean, feasibly, if you needed more light, you could easily cast, cast the light the spell. Light. But the cabbage is glowing. Again, you sit here, um, <laughs> settled down around this table with a large map of the surrounding region laid out before you, mostly of the town and a little bit of the surrounding area around the town. As you look this over and uh, and consider what you've seen, again, you went around town, you saw the wolf's whisker, you went to the general store, you checked out the uh, broken windmill, there's the old mm. smith that's, there's not even a blacksmith in this town, the town square is in pretty poor shape, the old shrine is literally locked up, uh, part of the surrounding farming region has been flooded because of the uh, the breakdown in the, the Stacky's pump, which has been a bit of a concern of yours for a little while. I, yeah. The pump and the mill should be priority number one. Yeah, probably. Well, as I'd mentioned during the last episode, you'd also realized uh, that this town, literally, the town itself has the quality of gone to seed. Mm -hmm. In that the town is, uh, because of the neglect of the settlement, has made the locals apathetic. The place is uh, generally run down, uh, which actually means that your purchase options in this town are reduced by half because of that penalty right now. It's difficult to find anything that you can even purchase of, uh, of decent value here and add on to that that you can barely sell anything in this town at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, see, so let's go ahead and jump back into things, shall we? Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, all of you are sitting here. You're sitting around this table. You're looking down at this map. So, let me talk about what is going to kind of be the rules that are going to dictate your characters' lives for the next uh, 12 to 16 weeks. <laughs> oh, jeez. And an unknown number of episodes. And yeah. an unknown number. I've, I have an episode guess. You always do. I'll be excited to see how close we get. Mm, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We're on, we're on target so far. Mm. So... 
let's dig into this. Um, as I kind of, I mentioned a little bit, I started to tease a little bit at the end of the last episode. Again, obviously your goal right now is to do what you can to improve, not just the town of Stackies, but actually the entirety of Merritt County to try to uh, better people's lives. I know it's something uh, Felix uh, very excited for as far as bettering the lives of the common person. Yep. Um, I know something uh, Verity's very excited for as far as uh, barristering and uh, promoting infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So again, um, as previously stated, you're going to be tracking loyalty points. Uh, you have one right now, so you're on your way. We have one loyal person in this town. I mean, it's better than zero. The max yeah. is 66. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to level up, everyone. We got to get those babies some candy. Suffice it to say, you want a lot of loyalty points. I won't tell I you how imagine. many that you want, but the more loyalty points you have, um, actually, very not even necessarily a spoiler. Um, there's an early adventure path that all of you have played that does include a very similar thing where there's a, a tracked number that determines the outcome at the end of the uh, the book. Ah. So your loyalty ah, point yeah. will very much influence how successful your group is. So here's how this is going to work. Every week you can choose to have a downtime activity, which is just something your character is just kind of doing over the course of the week. Mm -hmm. And then during the course of that week, you may also choose basically an adventure activity. You can choose something that you want to follow up on. And some of these will be very obvious. I mean, you've got a number of things on there where it's just like, let's take a day trip and go check out weird Misty Lake. Or let's mm -hmm. take a day trip and go and check out this other thing. Or figure out what's going on with Subsidia Crab or things Subsidia like that. Subsidia or yeah. something like that. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you'll be able to just choose whatever you want. Sometimes, uh, in essence, I'm going to be handing them over to like, for instance, you're waiting for an invitation from Crab. So likely right. when you receive that invitation for Crab, everyone's going to set aside what they're doing and go and do their, yeah. their duty, your duty as adventurers, basically, as the Knights of Summer. So when you're doing the downtime activity, it really falls into three categories. So let's get into these, shall we? The first off is your friends and neighbors options. In this adventure, obviously, you have uh, your neighbors, which are only a relatively short journey away. Uh, and you can visit them with a few days travel. Uh, this, in essence, allows a PC to continue to work on influencing their aristocratic neighbors or investigating strange happenings and such. You need to visit the noble contacts regularly or risk losing progress in befriending them. Mm. So in essence, you do have to keep up on the social scene while you're doing all the rest of this. Again, um, as I think Heather brought up in the last episode, you don't all have to do the same thing at the same time. Everyone can choose to do a different thing. Cornelius, okay, well, if he wants to go and visit Crab, then he can go off visit Crab, pay his own social call and all the rest of that stuff while the rest of you are doing your own business. Mm -hmm. Just so you are aware, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, I personally like to, as a game master, I like to be a little bit more transparent so that you can all make your most informed decisions. So I'll go ahead and throw this out there. When a character reaches a threshold, so, for instance, when a character progresses from indifferent to friendly or friendly to helpful, they mm -hmm. cannot backslide out of that threshold, not okay. through time. So, for okay. instance, all the people you already have that are helpful to you, they will stay helpful. OK, probably just exchanging some letters. Mm. Uh, fair. Yeah. Keeping up this correspondence. Yeah. But you're not having to like, I need to go and check in and all the rest of that. It's really only when you're trying to woo someone over to your point of view, mm. which is really Voinum right now. Yeah. Voinum's the only one that's not like. Yeah, Helpful. unless of course something happens and we do happen to backslide, in which case we may true. want to go back and try to repair that relationship. Yes. I assume. Yeah. yeah, there are actions that you can take over the course of this adventure that may cause someone to just literally drop down a category. Mm. Um, there are actually some of them that can cause people to drop down like three categories Jeez. if you do something that is so antithetical to who they are. Mm -hmm. That they suddenly go like, if you're like, well, we don't like the beggars in the beggar woods, so let's go massacre them all. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. Okara would not be pleased with you. That's fair. I, okay, I, I will remember I, this. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be him. pleased with us either. Yeah. yeah. The passage of time will worsen NPC attitudes. Although, again, once an NPC is made too uh, friendly, for example, they won't revert to indifferent or anything like that. This is on a per week basis. Mm-hmm. Like right now you have Voinum at indifferent. Mm-hmm. Every week that you do not try to engage with Voinum, you will lose one of the successes that you accumulated getting her to the next category. Uh, so remember, it took works. multiple successes to influence them. Instead, yeah. you lose one per week if you're not actually trying to engage with her because more or less she just settles into her like, they're okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm indifferent towards them. They're fine. So basically, if we leave it long enough, it just becomes that much harder to get her to the next category. Because you you lose any of the successes work. that you've gotten up until that point. It also yeah. incentivizes us to continue socializing until we get them to that next tier. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe once you get them to that exterior, you can take a break and change your, your direction or your attack if you so wish. So the way that you influence your neighbors is uh, by paying a social visit. This is an activity that will take all of the PCs downtime for that week. It mm-hmm. assumes that the week is spent uh, traveling to and from the host lands and then spending time trying to influence them once you are there. Nobles generally visit and are expected to stay for two nights before heading back home. Uh, mechanically speaking, this means that once you arrive at a place, you can then make two social checks there. So one for each day that you're there. So you're either going out hunting or having tea or whatever it is. It gives you the chance to make two social checks. Don't go hunting. There might be a manticore coming in. That's fair. (laughs) Importantly, you can only pay a social call to an NPC that you have visited as a group before to make your proper introductions. Mm. So, for instance, right now, the only person you've done that with is Count Bartley. Yeah. Yeah. That you have gone at all major proper introductions. So, in essence, it does mean that the party will need to take out a week to go visit Voinum to establish your rapport there, at which point it is then considered socially acceptable for just Oliver to go by himself to visit Now, Voinum. does that mean that we would get two roles per person or two roles? So, for the introduction for when you go, you only get one role per person because you're mm. doing that initial introduction okay. and all the rest of that, um, which kind of takes up your social round. And then the entire party gets to make an influence check following that. It's kind of there just so that I don't have to... Uh, describe multiple times like you know okay oliver goes by by himself and now i need to describe the entire city and describe the entire yeah. setup and it's just mm, yeah. oliver and it's this entire oliver gets an entire episode to himself while he's just trying yeah. to go with Voinum the first time yeah so a couple of things to keep in mind for uh, paying a social call first off it is expected that a guest lets their host know of their intent to visit before arriving i mean that's mm. common courtesy a week's notice is considered polite because again they are entertaining noble guests so they need to stock up the larder to have enough Mm -hmm. food for dinner for a couple of nights and plan some outings and all the rest of that um this is not an action but a pc must declare that they've sent a letter the week before and Mm. pay to have it delivered gotcha okay messengers can be hired in town and are accustomed to making quick deliveries um it costs two copper pieces per miles mile that they have to travel Mm. only the travel out there because it's assumed that she'll pay for them to return back with the return message Gotcha. Ah, okay, makes sense. If you don't send a message the week before, you can choose to send a message the week of. Mm. It's not going to cause a penalty or anything like that. It's just considered... But it's kind of you know, rude. It's a little bit rude, but it's not rude enough that it's going to cause a penalty. The problem is is that you will then have to hire a messenger. Um, you'll basically have to go down to Tam's, hire his son, and tell him to hop on top of his dog and ride over there. And that costs, uh, because it's a rush, basically you're, you're asking for express mail. Yeah. Mm. That is two silver Doggy pieces Express. per mile instead of two copper pieces. Ah, mm. okay. Um, so, for instance, if you were to send a message to Baroness Voinum, uh, she is 38 miles away. It would cost you eight silver pieces to send a letter a week before or eight gold pieces if you need it delivered today. Ooh, okay. Yeah. 
A considerable difference. A considerable difference, because that basically means that that dog is hustling for eight hours to get out there to deliver that Aww, letter today. Poor doggo. To let them To let her know, hey, we're going to be showing up in a day or two. Yeah. So keep that in mind. You can drop in unannounced if you wish. However, mm. uh, if you do, you take a minus one penalty on all checks to influence during that visit. Mm. Because that was kind of rude of you. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, if you send a letter to say that you will visit and then fail to visit them the following week, it will cost you one influence point in addition to the one influence point that you would lose for not going. Oh, okay. Yeah. No so you snubbed them, basically. You basically just no-showed. She planned this entire thing and then you never showed up. Yeah. Oh, that's That would be very rude. That would be exceptionally rude. Each visit will provide you with two social rounds in which you can influence the NPC present. If you uh, like, you may choose to, quote, overstay your welcome <laughs> by staying a third night. Uh, this allows you to make an additional influence check at a minus two penalty. Mm. Wow. The only difference is, is that now if that check fails, you have actually offended your host and you lose one influence point. Ah, uh, okay. So uh, only overstay your welcome if you think that you'll be welcome to overstay. Mm-hmm. That is what you can do as far as your friends and neighbors option is concerned. Alrighty. Your second option during the course of these uh, this downtime period is you may gather information. You may quote unquote gossip. Gossip flies rather freely around Merrick County and you can spend your week learning two new rumors. This does require two diplomacy checks to gather information for each rumor. Mm. You do so by traveling to Lothadar because it is the largest city and you stay there for a week. Hmm. Taking this action costs five gold pieces. Because it does mean that you have to pay for your room and board while you're in Lothadar for a week. Yeah, that's mm. fair. Okay. Um, you may choose to instead spend 20 gold pieces, at which point oh. you get a slightly better room. Uh, in addition, that also means that you're spending some gold to buy a few rounds at the tavern, uh, okay. loosen some lips, so uh, on yep. and so forth. Yeah. Uh, this grants you a plus two circumstance bonus on all diplomacy checks to gather information during that phase. You may also choose to spend 50 gold pieces. Oh. Good gracious. Not only do you uh, stay in a nice room, but you actually mm-hmm. get a private room at the tavern, allowing you to host whomever you want. So you can like, I want to invite over some of the local merchants or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Mechanically speaking, this allows you to choose the subject of the rumor that you receive instead of receiving um, it randomly. Okay, so getting specific information. Yes. Yeah. And you also gain the plus two bonus on your checks. Okay. So Rick, quick question. Um, since this is specific to Oliver, um, I do have the affable trait, which does allow me to make diplomacy checks to gather information in half the normal time. If Oliver did this, would I get four rolls or? I'd give you three. Okay, fair I think enough. three would be fair. Okay. I, I was just curious if it would matter one way or the other, so I appreciate that. As a side note, while you are in Lothadar, that PC may, without taking any penalties on your diplomacy checks, you may uh, buy or sell or upgrade gear. Um, ah. as appropriate for the city. Ah, okay. So in Fair essence, enough. if you do need to buy and sell gear, you can go, well, that person's going to go to Lothadar to go ahead and sell some stuff. And while they're there, see what you can find out at the yeah, tavern. Yeah, we'll let them take mm-hmm. care of it. <laughs> Makes sense. As an important side note, once the public house in Stackies, which is where all of you are right now, mm-hmm. you do have the option to improve your public house. Hmm. And if you do choose to do that, you may instead gather rumors in Stackies. Okay. This okay. costs you nothing hmm. because you like just stay in the room. You may also choose to spend 10 gold pieces to buy rounds at the tavern and all the rest of that stuff to get, to get the plus two bonus. Mm. Yeah. But you may choose to no longer have to spend five gold pieces each time. You can instead just go to your tavern because at that point it will have been upgraded and more people are going through and so mm-hmm. on so that you we can actually have more. put in an actual floor and it's not just dirt. Yeah, put an actual mm. floor in. Put in some hardwood. You know, there's plenty of trees around here. Mm. So that is your gather information option. And then there is your final option, which is rebuilding stackies. Yep, fix the town. What you guys have been looking forward to. We are looking I forward have, to this. in fact. So to quote the book here, 
After a decade of neglect and heavy taxation, Snackies is a shell of what it could be. (laughs) This town needs extensive and expensive improvements at this Mm. point to restore its economy. Wonderful. Um, There are a number of improvements that are needed around town. I have the cost of each. Uh, I also can tell you that they do reward loyalty points, and some of them will, in fact, increase the attitude of the town towards all of you. Hmm. Oh, okay. So basically, uh, you more or less gain these loyalty points by, quote, uh, setting an example of competent leadership. (laughs) Well, that's a low bar. I hope we can manage that. (laughs) (laughs) Rebuilding Stackies comes in two categories. The first off, as far as what your characters can choose to do. The first Mm -hmm. off is you can help with the rebuilding effort. Mm -hmm. A PC can personally help rebuild parts of the town. A PC can dedicate a week to helping the project, making a relevant skill check. Um, Each different project has different skill checks that would assist it. Mm. Okay. They can then detract from the cost of the improvement an amount of gold equal to 10 times the result of that skill check. Ooh, nice. Okay, I like that. And keep in mind that you are not threatened. You can always take 10 on this. Mm. Um, Also keep in mind that most of these allow for craft and craft can be rolled untrained. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can just basically roll an intelligence roll and see how much you can deduct based on that. At the Game Master's discretion, at my discretion, if you have any relevant spells with long-term effects, such as make whole, plant growth, stone shape, wood shape, etc., you can reduce the cost of a construction project by 75 times the spell's level. Oh, Sick. nice. Um, it is assuming okay. that you're preparing and doing. using that spell every day that week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Possibly multiple times that week. So, for instance, if you have a second level spell, you reduce the cost of the construction by 150 gold by just dedicating yourself to going over there and casting your spell. Well, I know what I'll be doing. Honestly, if, and depending on how high your skill check is, sometimes it might e- even be more beneficial to use a skill if you have the applicable skill than it would be True. to use a spell, depending on what your result is. Yeah. yeah. The other option, if you don't want to help with the rebuild option and you don't want to go and visit your neighbors, and you don't want to go and gather information. If you're going to be a stick in the mud. Nah. If you want to be a stick in the mud, you may choose to be a community organizer. Hmm. Hmm. What this means okay. is that you stir up hometown pride, encouraging citizens of Stackies to chip in, or you host a party or performance to raise money. Hmm. This means that you may choose, a, choose to take a diplomacy or perform check to generate a number of gold pieces equal to 10 times your check result in capital that can be spent only on the town's improvements. Hey. Hmm. Cool. That, I mean, that's something. If Gwen's like, you know what? I want to run a, like a benefit performance. Mm. We're going to invite nobles over and I'm going to do this performance in the town square We're and everything rock else. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's a charity where everyone donates to like, you know, rebuild the town's whatever thing. Yeah. I mean, that is a cool option. That is cool. Everyone in town singing Diggy Hole for a week. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> diggy, Diggy Hole. <laughs> Although in, in Stacky's case, it's really Philly, Philly Hole as far as all the potholes in this town. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Lastly, just so that you are aware, or I guess last two things so that you are aware, you can choose to pay for the repairs to the town yourself. Mm. I will point out that the cheapest repairs to this town are a thousand gold pieces. Mm. Wow. That does not surprise me. But you can choose to pay out of your own pocket if you ever so choose to do so. Mm -hmm. There are also um, some of these, once you do the initial repairs, will unlock the option to do advanced repairs. Mm. Oh, okay. Or uh, basically further improvements to the town. Get it beyond just bare working. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about rebuilding Stacky, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I previously stated, Stackies has gone to seed. Yeah. Mechanically. Mechanically speaking, and and mechanically has gone to seed, but also mechanically speaking, it currently does possess that penalty and has also reduced the town's population. Despite the fact that the town does have a population large enough that it should be considered a village, Stackies is currently considered a hamlet because of mm. uh, basically the lack of investment in the town. Wow. So you can get back up to village status. To do this, you do need to, at the very least, implement one civic improvement, one farm improvement, and repair the mill. Once mm. you have done that, Stackies will no longer be suffering that penalty. Okay. okay. 
So here are the things that you can do right now. As you're, you're looking this over, you're considering it, you're talking amongst yourselves about your options. First off, you can make basic civic improvements. This will be things like repairing potholes, leveling the streets, repainting buildings, patching roofs. Trimming the grass. Yeah, basically all the stuff that's going to improve the quality of life and attract new visitors to the town. Mm. This costs 1,000 gold pieces. Okay. You may also choose to uh, do basic farm upgrades. Mm -hmm. Improvements including repairing irrigation, pulling stumps, uh, marking outlying roads. You can choose, uh, that will cost 1,000 gold pieces as well. As mm -hmm. a side note, for every 1,000 gold pieces a project costs, it costs one week to do it. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So you will at times probably want to implement more than one activity at once. Also, your actions to decrease the cost of a thing can never decrease it to by more than 50%. Okay. Ah, okay. So you can reduce the cost of a thousand gold improvement down to 500 gold. But mm -hmm. it will always cost 500 gold. But it will always cost because that's the base cost for the materials, more or less. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Okay. You can, of course, try to repair the Gold Canyon Bridge. Mm hmm. Well, we have to get permission first, right? So that one you will want to write into uh, for permission, although it will allow you to travel more quickly to Jambis, most Newtown, etc., and encourages new trade. Um, that will cost 3,000 gold pieces, however. Makes sense. Um, and therefore probably take three weeks to do. Yeah. Yeah. You can instead also do a basic market setup. Um, this means that you pave the central village square, coordinate with local artisans and neighboring farms, hire a few messengers. You can basically establish a weekly market to attract more wealth to the town. Hmm. Not a bad idea. That one doesn't earn additional loyalty points. However, the improvements help Stacky become more self-sufficient, which reduces the base cost of all future improvements by 10%. So just mm. so you are aware. Uh, that one, however, does cost 2,000 gold. Hmm. You can try to repair the mill, which is uh, the mill just outside of town, which has been broken. Um, you can more or less uh, hire someone to come in and repair said mill so that people no longer have to cart their wheat all the way to uh, Penseris. That costs 1,000 gold pieces. Okay. Fortunately, honestly, the mill's not in terrible shape. It's just no one knows how to fix it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, and we do have 8,000 to play with. And you do have 8,000. Yeah. Like, you guys start with a good um, war so chest. So if something takes multiple weeks, does that mean that character's pinned down for those multiple weeks? No, you can choose to just roll for the first week. You can just be like, mm -hmm. I'm helping the first week, and then the It'll second week I go money. off and do something else. Okay. Yeah. You can always choose to, like, leave someplace and, and go and do something else. And again, if it's something, if it's a project like, for instance, the market costs 2,000 gold, if you guys reduce it down to 1,000 gold over the course of a week because so many people are aiding or doing something, that actually reduces the amount of time it takes by a week as well. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so it takes one week per 1,000 gold of the final cost. Okay, okay, so it's basically crafting rules just on a much larger gold scale. A much larger gold scale and a much larger time frame since crafting mm. is usually 1,000 yeah. gold a day. Right. You can improve the public house, as I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. uh, which is, uh, yeah, basically actually putting in a floor, um, buying some new tables, uh, installing like a chandelier, um, more mm -hmm. or less just improving the entire building. You got to get a chandelier. Antlers are involved in all of our decorating. No, mm, sure. <laughs> not guest on. Uh, this also improves the public house, more or less making it a, a full on meeting place. Hmm. Uh, that will cost 5,000 gold pieces, though, because you're more or less renovating an entire building. Yeah. Dang. However, it does garner loyalty points. So, mm -hmm. and it will, of course, take five weeks, however, because it is 5,000 gold. Yeah, makes sense. You can repair Ooh. the pump house. However, oh, yeah. um, right now, no one has been out to actually inspect the pump house. So That's you cannot choose to do the uh, repair pump house option until you go out and inspect the pump house, which is an action for a week. 
Okay. Mm. It's not a downtime action. It's actually a adventure action. I was going to say that's an assemble the party because there's probably that's something an assemble there. assemble the party. You must gather your party before yes, venturing exactly. forth to the pump house. <laughs> okay. So maybe that pump house might be our first actual adventure action. I think we should probably yeah. do that first just to see what it's going to take. I was yeah. thinking we should send the letter to Voinum and tell yeah. her we're probably going to come by next week. We should send a letter asking for bridge repair. So if that's something we decide we want to do, we already have it. Well, and can't the- we talk to that with her next week when we go out there? That doesn't I don't go think to her. From her. That goes to Bartleby. Oh, yeah. Bartleby. that does go to Bartleby. Yeah. I think we should do the bridge before we do the market, because that way yeah. people actually want to bring stuff to said market. It, it'll make it easier to come to the market. And then I think this first week, all of us should choose something to start fixing in statues, and our adventuring thing is going to go look at the pump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pump is... Well, yeah, I do still have a few thing. more things to tell oh, you yeah. before you oh guys uh, finish finalizing your plans here. No worries. There's so much. You can do the pump house basic repairs. What that will do is uh, once you can actually go out to the pump house and you can do the basic repairs, it means that you can get the pump starting to work. It's then going to take a long time to clear everything out. It will only be a thousand gold pieces to do the basic repairs. That means actually Mm. getting it to the point where you can hook up Oxen again and get it rotating. Okay. If you want to try to fix the magic on that, that is going to be a more advanced thing that you can uh, ascertain once you've actually got it working at all. Again, that Mm -hmm. actual mechanics of it working. There is a way to fix the magic on it, but it is probably going to be a bit more involved and uh, certainly more expensive. Oh, naturally. You can also fix the temple. Mm. You can actually take the shrine and fix it back up by dedicating it as a small temple to one of the four gods that it was previously a shrine of. Oh, hey, we uh, got which one again, of those Abadar, Arastal, Iomade, yeah. or Shalin. I'm partial to Abadar myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that's fair. Doing this will cost 4,000 gold pieces. Dang! Because you are fixing up the shrine and expanding it. In addition to that, it means that you'll be seeking out a full-time priest to actually minister to the place because yep, Felix yeah. is very busy, both helping in the town and running the yeah. town. So actually being mm. the high priestess of that temple would be very difficult for her to do as well. Yeah, uh, Mechanically speaking, just so you are aware, what that means is uh, you gain access to the healing services of a first-level cleric while you're in town free of charge. Oh, oh nice. nice. Okay. I mean, I know Felix is a priest of Avatar, but with a little town out here, is that really the best deity to have a shrine of? I just said I'm partial to it. It doesn't have to be Abadar. He's the guy of civilization. Mm. Yeah, but but Arastal is also kind of, you know, a good... Yeah, I don't care which one it is. I, whichever one works. We could, Honestly, it would be best if we asked uh, Anora Saika and be like, what yeah. would be the most beneficial for the people in town? Yeah, who do most people worship around here? Because even if the shrine's Technically, defunct- the, the shrine, which is divided between Abadar, Rastal, Iomade, and Shalin, is because the town's faith is pretty much evenly divided mm-hmm. between the four mm-hmm. of them. Uh, a little bit of everything. That being said, any of them would be happy to have an actual temple here, where it's like, you know, if I get run over by my plow, I don't have to just hope that our local medicine person can do something. I can actually get immediate magical healing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just... Just put a little poultice on it. It'll be fine. Um, that is the basic upgrade for the temple. There is an advanced upgrade, upgrade, although, again, you'll have to do the basic upgrade before you can do the advanced. The advanced one, I will go ahead and tell you, does include things like uh, basically setting up a school um, mm. as part of the temple yeah, so that people can actually get educated oh, okay. and things like that. Got to get our people educated. You'll have two options, which are uh, probably not as high on the uh, priority list, although they can be. You can choose to construct a statue in the town square. <laughs> nice. Um, Erecting the statue in the town square, um, you can choose whether or not, uh, if you decide to go that route, to erect a statue either honoring the local culture or history, honoring the local nobility, (laughs) or you can build a statue to yourself. (laughs) I was was waiting for that. I was like, all right, it's going to be who wants to put a statue of themselves in the center of town. There it is. My God. 
I mean, I figure if it comes to that, probably the local culture would be yeah, our best bet. Uh, easily the best option. Mechanically, and I'll go ahead and just tell you this. Uh, if you choose to build the statue, if you honor the local culture, it will get you a loyalty point. Um, old mm. culture, history. Um, if you choose to build honor the, the local... Build a statue of yourself, it takes away a loyalty point because, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> if you choose to honor the local nobility... One, uh, if you choose a specific noble. So, for instance, if you're like, oh let's build gosh. a statue of Bartleby in the oh town. My oh, my gosh. No. I mean, it will automatically bump him up one category. Oh, okay. <laughs> in addition, it will grant a plus two equipment bonus on diplomacy checks to influence any noble in the entirety of the county. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, that's potentially useful, but I don't know if yeah. we need that. I don't I'll think it's useful enough first. to actually do it. <laughs> if you choose to honor yourself, the statue can become a minor tourist attraction. <laughs> it does increase the town's base value by 10%. What? <laughs> no. Absolutely not. That's yeah, that is awful. Build a statue of Felix riding uh, the Iron Gar and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great for someone that actually just made a character that was identical to like Titus Lothied Cassava, where it's just like it's a giant yeah. statue of him doing finger guns, like ah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, building a statue costs uh, 1,000 gold pieces. Mm. Golly. Uh, lastly, you it. can choose to celebrate a festival. Mm. Uh, in essence, the town has not actually celebrated any festivals or holidays or anything like that in the better part of like 20 years. That's so Jeez, sad. That's Some sad. people leave the town and go to like Lothadar or something for big celebrations and festivals. Mm. Um, you can, however, festival. hold a festival. If you choose to do so, you uh, it costs 2,000 gold to do to hold a festival. You cannot hold more than one festival every two weeks. Mm. A, and a festival raises the town's festival opinion party. of the PCs uh, too indifferent if it's fallen to unfriendly. Stackies can't be a party village like a party college where there's just festivals. We'd have to have a day, college first for it to be a party college. <laughs> well, we get the simple to college level, and then we tell the college it has to do a weekly festival. This is exactly <laughs> like those mobile games that have you building stuff, and we're going to have a timer running on when it's done with yep. the first building, so we can start the next one. Again, it will increase the town's uh, opinion. Although, if the part if the town is already indifferent to the party, it will not increase their opinion of them further. Mm. Okay. If you invite a noble, you can actually choose a specific noble to invite uh, to the festival. If they attend the festival, you can give them a place of honor alongside all the rest of you, granting a plus two circumstance bonus and allowing you two influence checks during the course of the festival. Uh, okay. That could also potentially be useful, but not something for right away. It only costs a thousand gold. Finally, if you, uh, if you host at least three festivals after the third one, uh, the, you also gain a loyalty point from the town. Okay. Okay. We should start getting free. the town fixed up and then invite Voinum out to a festival to be like, look at all the awesome things we've done. Also, yep. hey, mm -hmm. you know how long it took you to get here? What if we fix the bridge? <laughs> no, I'm thinking it's bridge and then market and then yeah. festivals. I'm yes. thinking windmill think so. first. <laughs> well, yeah, these are these can happen simultaneously. Yeah, they're different activities. But we have I, to get permission for the bridge, so I don't think we can start that this week. Mm -hmm. Depends on how much we're willing to pay on a messenger. It's true. You can send a messenger immediately to uh, Lothadar and ask Bartleby for permission. We need to do a farm improvement, repair the windmill, and then what else to get the town away it's from? It's a, a civic and a farm. Yes, civic okay. farm, repair the mill. All right. Yeah, so we should do those two for sure, the basic civic and the basic farm. Yes. I don't mind paying the however much gold it is to send a letter to get the bridge expedited because that's going to take three weeks. Well, maybe less if we help. Yeah, and especially since we've only got 12 weeks. Exactly. I mean, technically we have 16, but ideally... We have 12. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, again, you can try to reduce the cost of this as much as you can, although sometimes it might be worth just paying full value mm. and focusing your efforts elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so we already know that 2,000-ish 
are going toward the basic improvements to make the town not be sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we're also, well, we're going to spend probably 3000 because we want to get that mill started too. Yes. Yes. Although the mill, yeah. people might actually want to help with the mill. I don't know. I can help with the mill. Um, so I have knowledge engineering. I've got an eight in that. So I can help bring mm-hmm. that down. Or I can just be casting make whole, which is 100. It's second level spell. So that's 150 gold off. What is right. it if we roll? What's the amount of gold we reduce? I've already forgotten. Uh, 10 times the result. Correct. 10 times, 10 times the, result. the result of what you roll. How okay. expensive is it to send a message express to Bartleby? Sending a message cool. express. Uh, if you were wanting to send a message uh, overnight, express mail to Bartleby, that is four gold pieces. Oh, okay. that's not too bad. I it's can a lot that closer too. to get to. Unfortunately, because of the uh, the bridge being out, if you're trying to send it to Crab, it would actually be 12 gold pieces to try to get someone out there yeah, this see day. If the bridge is fixed. It's cheaper to do all these things. Should I, I mean, I'll go yeah. ahead and pay the silver cost to let Voinum know I guess we're going to visit her next week, if that's something we're up for? Um, I will go ahead and inform you that you do know that you're also still waiting for an invitation from Crab. Mm. Yeah. So you don't know when yeah. that's going to happen. Okay. Well, when they send us an invitation, do they send us a, hey, come over next week? Well, usually it would be a, hey, you know, would you like to you know, join me next week? And you can respond back to her and say, sorry, I'm busy this next week, but can we schedule it for the week after? Uh, you know, they're inviting fr- you out. And Crab's already helpful, so I think we should. She should we be need hopefully to, flexible. We need to make our introduction to Voinum so people can start visiting her to try yeah, to get no, her I agree. up. Mm. Uh, I can actually help out with the basic civic improvements. I mean, I have the climb skill pretty well, so... And then we all need to go see the pump house. So this week is we visit the pump house. That's our adventure thing. And we start all our other projects. So I can, I have ranks in knowledge nature, so I can do the farming basic repair. All right. Oh, the fixing the market takes appraise. I have max ranks in appraise. Well, you can't do everything, man. I know. Well, I'm trying to figure out like, I I'm don't probably going to be mostly rebuilding stuff. Or a profession to help with that bridge. So I guess we could just pay for it. I, yeah, I'd say my profession is clerk. Yeah. <laughs> so. Ah, oh, you're the other I'm, half. We will work together to legislate this county well. I mean, I have <laughs> knowledge engineering, but um, I'd rather do the farm this week just because we need to get stacking out I, of yeah, this Yeah, I would start within the town mm. first, and then yeah. we can go into that because that also has this whole setup to do. I feel like the bridge is the piece that links us to the rest of the world. It's also expensive. If we could get it done cheaper and faster, it's better. The mill we can pay someone for. Okay. Can more than one person work on the same project? Yeah. Yeah. Feasibly, the entire party so. could work on the same project. Yeah. So we, let's just pay for the mill. It's only a thousand okay. K. Are we going to just pay for the civic improvements and the farm? They both are also only a thousand. They will take one week. I would say yes. Um, and that way we can put our efforts towards reducing the time to build like some of the longer projects. Okay. So that's 3K that's earmarked for those projects. And so that's the, those left. are the three things we have to do to get Stackies out of its slump. So we're just fat out. So we're flat out paying for the mill, the civic improvements, and the farm improvements. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is what I'm hearing. Yeah. So one thing uh, with the market is um, it does. Re- if we complete the market, it does reduce the base cost of all future improvements by ten percent. Correct. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, that so is true. That is something to keep in mind. Is we can have ten percent off up front for everything. As a yeah. Corsina. Dealing with merchants and market stuff is actually the thing I do. I'd say we should go for it because the sooner we get that market, the more it's going to pay off in the long run. Is anybody helping Verity with the market? I'm helping Verity with the market because I've got Mm -hmm. uh, good diplomacy. I was going to say my appraise is also really good. Um, No, you need to work on the bridge. Stop trying to volunteer for other stuff. We're the only two with engineering. I'm so useful. I'm so useful. Mm. Yes. 
You can help with the market the next week or something. Yeah, but we need we need to lean toward our strengths. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I my best bet might be actually helping with the market because I can't help with the bridge and everything else is going to be done this week regardless. So, and I have a good diplomacy score. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So dividing three and two, but getting a lot done. Yeah. Seems like a plan if to this me. This doesn't get us some goodwill in this town. I don't know what will. <laughs> <laughs> right. I like to think that um, Verity and. Felix spend a lot of time reading records and digging through like the financials and trying to figure out what yeah. the heck is going on here. There's also that barony that's not doing anything that has a bunch of bandits potentially running it that we should. That's think probably about. an adventure thing. Yeah, that does sound mm. like an adventure. But do we need to send him a note? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, as it stands right now, you have uh, five available quests, mm -hmm. which is your beggars can't be choosers quest, which is figure out what to do with the beggar wood, the bridge to nowhere where you've already started, which is working on the fix the bridge the gold canyon bridge there's also the whole thing with baron tellus that you have mm -hmm. not investigated yeah, yet. what's up with that yeah he's uh mia um there's still a whole like actually trying to learn about what's going on with this night swan and what she's mm -hmm. doing uh yes the night cardinal there's also your uh dame crab uh you know eventually making your way over there and uh and helping with her mm-hmm maybe once we start to really improve the town the people from the beggarwood can just move here that was kind of my yeah, thought possibly. was like, oh, we need some laborers. Let's go grab the people in the beggarwood. Well, we also need to figure out the whole situation with the the people that are technically squatting on these other farms. Well, yeah, that's yeah, a that's, whole thing. That's going to be a you thing. You have a quest to a stack, a stacky's quest to attempt to determine what to do with the people that the farmers redistributed the lands allocated to those farmers. Basically, what you need to do with the people that have been working on lands that are not their lands. Actually, draft yeah. up some deeds and whatnot and figure all that out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And lastly, you do know that there is a wizard's tower in the town mm. of Casina that appeared overnight for some reason. That thing makes me think of in The Witcher 3, that, yes. that island yes. with the wizard tower on it. That mm. just appeared out of nowhere, yeah. Yeah. But you do know that there is the uh, uh, wizard there by the name of uh, Yorele Townsend, who's said to be very powerful and very beloved by his people. Uh, not really his people, just by the people of the town. Maybe because there. he's mind controlling them. That's your theory. We don't know. It's really sus, though. Could be nice. Just as, It's just as likely as anything else. Also, it popped up overnight, which is really concerning because that could be uh, powerful magics. Mm -hmm. That definitely was powerful magics. So to recap, the plan is Oliver is sending a letter to Voynum. Mm -hmm. We're sending a letter to Bartleby via expressway for the bridge to get the bridge approved. Yes. And we okay. get the permission for that. Yep. We're paying to have the civic and farm improvements, like the basic ones done. And the mill. And the mill. Then Gwen and Cornelius are heading up the bridge project once that comes back, which hopefully will come back the, the next day or whatever. He should also send it back express. Verity, Felix, and Oliver are working on the market. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's pretty much our first week. Together, we will go investigate the pump. Yeah, that's our adventure yes. for this week. So you settle down here. You just kind of you have a conversation for a while. You look over all the rest, of, like over the maps. You talk about your resources and such. You know, you know, you've got eight thousand gold worth of basically supplies, mostly that are being sent your yeah. way, as well as some back taxes that are being uh, uh, refunded back to you from over taxation. So um, honestly, that kind of deals with a lot of the tax problems that you initially had, where it's just uh, yes. the town has been taxed too much. It seems like the county knew that they were taxing the town too much and just and kind didn't of didn't do anything about it. Didn't yeah, do anything about it. To give it back. <laughs> yeah. So does that mean we should pay fewer taxes next time they collect? These are the things that I want to know about. Yeah, that's, what, that's where the 8,000 came from. 
But is the payment we're yes, making I know, still going to be over? But if we're already being overtaxed, then are we going to continue being with all overtaxed? Of these and with all these improvements, though, we might not be overtaxed anymore. We yeah. haven't is the fixed thing. the pump We yet. haven't done the improvements yet. <laughs> yes. Well, we're getting three of them for Let sure done for this the week. Justice we're trying taxes, to lower Heather. our taxes, Heather. <laughs> you can't charge me for a pool I haven't finished building yet. Exactly. There's just a hole in the ground. <laughs> bureaucracy you gotta let it work in your favor but after a while you come up with uh, uh, one you're planning on hiring someone to basically fill in all these potholes level the streets repaint the buildings patch the roofs etc to try to uh, improve the town as a whole again Mm -hmm. basic civic improvements Uh, in addition you seem to have decided to hire in a crew again they're probably going to be coming from Penseris to uh help with irrigation for the farmers to pull up some stumps um, to mark the outlying roads basically to make sure uh, everything is actually up to standard so that the farmers can start doing their job better to make uh, more produce that then can go to helping the economy of the town yep Uh, you've decided that you're going to go ahead and uh, repave the village square um, coordinating with the local artists and neighboring farms hiring a few messengers establishing a weekly market to attract more wealth to the town and that you're going to go ahead and hire someone to come in and uh, just fix that flipping mill. It's just mm-hmm. like, come in here, figure out what's going on with that. So um, real quick, as far as your own individual actions, Jessica, what is Verity doing for this week? I'm helping with the market. You're helping with the market. So you're going over there. You're going to attempt to coordinate, try to try to reduce how much this is going to cost. You're like, actually, hold on. Let's let's not worry about hiring. Like, I can obviously figure out how to set up this whole market square thing. I'm a Corsino. We don't need to hire someone. I from was more thinking Lothador. Verity's debating with using her lawyerness to debate the like payment contract. Like, sir, mm. <laughs> you know, sir, this is outrageous. After sending a letter, especially sending a letter express mail to Bartleby, you will receive a response later in the week, giving you the uh, the go ahead to start working on the Gold Canyon Bridge. Huzzah! Because we already went ahead. <laughs> so at which point you can start to uh, nobody hates hire engineers to go out there and, uh, and try to fix this. So hopefully you can um, make your way over to Jambist and Most and Newtown and all the rest of that stuff and encourage more trade for the region. Mm-hmm. Cornelius, what is Cornelius up to? I'm going to go out to the Gold Canyon Bridge and see if I can't cut that cost down. And I think, Heather, you said that Gwen wants to do that as well? Yes. Good, because I need a horse to ride out there. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'll be on the back of there's nothing in the budget for me to have a horse or a mountain spell. <laughs> no, it's just the way you said it made it sound like Gwen was your horse. <laughs> oh, God. She's my mount. Oh, <laughs> oh no. It's a very angry oh, horse. No. <laughs> it's an angry part. Bad horse, bad horse, bad horse. She's bad. <laughs> All right, so the two of you are going out to uh, work on the Gold Canyon Bridge. Very well. And in the meantime, uh, what is Felix up to? Uh, Felix is also helping out with the market and getting people to come, figuring out mm-hmm. where all the stalls are going to go, figuring out uh, logistics, all that jazz. Okay. Yeah, we're picking the tiles that go in the, in the mosaic in the center and like all the building materials. Yeah. And lastly, Oliver, what are you planning on doing for this week? Well, I mean, Oliver would also like to help with the market. Having not the best head for numbers, he's probably instead going to go around and just try to talk it up and get people excited about it uh, using diplomacy, in this case, to uh, try to get more people to come. Yeah, just you're going to go around, do kind of the Barker sort of thing of like go around Mm -hmm. and and see if you can't encourage people. All right. So um, you spend, honestly, most of the afternoon 
just sitting here pouring over this, looking over the budget. You know, Verity pulls out her little logbook and opens that up. She and Felix are debating, you know, numbers and um, looking over the price and, you know, how much this thing's cost while Onara's. Uh, you can kind of tell from talking to Onara that, again, she knows what this town needs. It really feels like she's had a checklist this entire time of like, these are the things I need to fix around this place. Yeah. If I can afford it. She's never had the money or the note. time or the resources. You know, she's got the whole, um, she sent you the list that I just sent you of like, mm-hmm. these are the things that we need. Um, she's already gotten appraisal costs and all the rest of that stuff. So you're, you've got a pretty good idea of how much this is going to cost. And hopefully you can reduce the value of that um, or and reduce the, good, the cost. The good news it, is we, we make the, uh, the regulations for the building regulations. So uh, everything's above board. No, some of those come from I a county friend. Yeah, I was going to say, that is not our decision. I was going to say, the Abadarians are going to mm. make certain it is actually above board. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. so the Abadarians just look up and glare at Cornelia. <laughs> You're like, how Cornelia's dare like, you suggest not doing this by the book? There's a quote Cornelia's for like, a Well, we make the regulations here, so I know that it calls for uh, four nails in each one of these joists, but I say we cut it down to three and save quarter <laughs> on the cost of nails. Or why like, are we no. using nails? We can just do this with dovetail joints. Well, I mean, you can. If you have an engineer capable of doing so. Yeah, I was going to say, we have to have a carpenter who can actually do it and all that, but... As long as it passes inspection. Mm. Who's doing the inspection? Now I'm really A good curious. inspector, not a bad inspector. <laughs> you're, 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 ha- you're having somebody ri- ride in to inspect everything? Yes. It's it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's like, <laughs> Tax man, city inspector, man. Yeah. He does it all. He really just doesn't sleep. Because he's a vampire. I he's feel like he's figuratively and literally judging this. <laughs> <laughs> Dang inquisitors. <laughs> yeah. So you finish uh, looking over all of this um, again by this point that's starting to get later on in the afternoon, uh, knowing that uh, you've still got other things that you need to do. And especially as you're kind of considering this and especially once she once Onara brings up the fact that no one has actually been out to the pump in about 15 years. Yeah, mm. I go see that place. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we may want to be prepared for things. All of that moisture is going to be great for mm. all the well, you know, pipe work. And it's always that concern of uh, you have a stone building in the middle of the swamp. How long before something moved into that? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Something you know, get out there, it's just a black dragon in. just hanging out in there. Ah, jeez. Please, Please no. <laughs> Where's Titus? He can take care of that real fast. <laughs> stand back. Dude, stand if we, back. Okay, if we find a dragon, we're totally calling the three of them in to go soften <laughs> it up for us. Stand back, everyone. Let me solo her. <laughs> I want to mount the dragon head crunch, in the crunch, tavern. Crunch, 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 crunch. Royalty points. That's <laughs> true. We need another head for the wall. This is our wall of heads. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine after uh, after this long day of doing that, again, it's this it starts getting later on in the day. Um, I imagine there's probably a little bit of like, oh, we could stay here, but then you know our staff is already expecting us back for dinner, so we should probably mm-hmm. head back at some point and uh, and have dinner in our own home. Yeah, I mean, thanks, Psychum, I suppose, for hosting us. I mean, we could just go deal with the pump. Not when it's almost nighttime. We we do that in the morning. Yeah, if you ask uh, Psychum, she would inform you that from here to the pump, if you're walking, it's probably about seven or eight hours. Oh, mm. geez. Never mind. The pump is actually located along the uh, statue spur of the canal, um, just south and east of the Abbey Wood. Mm. So it's only about three and a half, four miles away, but it is three and a half or four miles through swamp. Mm. Great. Since you have made the town indifferent, uh, Onara would inform you that she does know a couple of uh, people that have purchased flat bottom barges, like small mm. boats. Oh, uh, nice. This is mostly due to the fact that occasionally like a sheep or a goat or something like that will wander into the swamp and get stuck. And so mm. they'll need to paddle out there to retrieve them. And so she could talk to someone about borrowing one of those. That would require yeah. that you make okay. a profession um, sailor 
if you run into a problem mm. while you're on the barge. Don't have uh, any We that. don't have that. Nope. She would also warn you against taking any horses or anything else like out, like that out there because of the likelihood of them getting stuck. Yep, Marsh. Mm. We, we saw are not going to tax this situation. Exactly. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. We're not never ending story. This. Uh, so it sounds like more likely than not you're going to be walking out there. Mm-hmm. And we could take. Well, it's only a profession we sailor if we get into trouble. It's only you can make profession unchained, unchained, untrained. Yeah, you can make. A so I mean, untrained. we can take the boats. It's just you know, maybe buying you, them a boat if uh, something goes wrong. And <laughs> if you don't take the boats, because um, again, on the boat you can probably make that trek in about two hours. Mm. Um, if yeah. you don't take the the boat, you're going to be sleeping out there because it's a full day's travel to get out there, and then you're going to have to deal with whatever's in potentially in this place. Let's take the so boat. that you can so stay the night and then come back the, the next day. Yeah, which ironically means actually uh, Felix is going to be our best boat captain as well. Yep. Oh, captain, my captain. Yeah. Because you're a wisdom. I, it's an character. untrained yeah, uh, profession <laughs> in this wisdom. So. <laughs> so I suppose then you all return back up to the uh, to Swanmere. You make your way back up to your estate. I imagine have a rather pleasant evening's meal, probably all still sitting around the table, like discussing the plans. And, mm. you know, that's when Cordelius is like, oh, I hate to bother you, Gwen, but uh, any chance I could ride sad side saddle on the back of your, your horse <laughs> and, uh, and get out there. Oh, boy. Put him in the I mean, she's not going to make Cornelius walk but beside the horse. I could never make so. any money whatsoever. I could actually get the mount spell. And I will make also this point out away. the fact that uh, no one else is actually leaving town. So you could just borrow someone else's horse. Oh, hey, mm. yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Oliver's willing to let you borrow Bedivere in the meantime. As funny as it is, Sweet. the idea of you like clinging to the back of Gwen's horse while you're riding out there. You can <laughs> always borrow the pudgy Dexter. <laughs> I'll borrow whatever ha- whatever horse has the lo- the best temperament, because I don't think my ride is especially Yeah, high. you can't borrow see. Bishop because he's a little spicy. My ride's a three. <laughs> Both Dexter and Bedivere, I believe, are punch horses, so yep. either so one chill. would yeah. be good. You sure, De- you sure Dexter isn't a punch horse? Uh, and keep in mind that while you guys are going out there to uh, fix the gold canyon uh bridge you'll likely be staying out there because again it's most people are going to be camping Mm -hmm. out there anyway so uh and it's about 18 miles from um so it's about four hours to get out there yeah about that so regardless though you enjoy a pleasant evening's uh, entertainment with your friends, chatting, all the rest of that. Uh, settle down to sleep for the night. Each of you with, you know, your thoughts of like, okay, well, this is what we've got planned for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And all our plans get messed up now. The swan attacks. Next the swan, swan uh-huh. attacks. No. Go ahead and give me. Oh, no. no. A perception roll from Oliver, Verity, and Felix. <laughs> oh, bad at this. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> I got a three. <laughs> High five, Oliver. I got a three. <laughs> oh, not Wow, the dang, best. guys. Uh, I, I mean, apparently I rolled the best out of everyone here. Uh, seven for an 18. And Oliver rolled a two. <laughs> Very well. Four We're a two. We're tired. So you all rest up for the evening. Gwen, you return back to the red room. You uh, Again, Clara, your lady's maid, comes up and, and helps uh, Gwen and then makes her way over to Verity and then makes her way over to Felix to help each of you uh, out of your, you know, your evening's clothes or out of your day's clothes. Gwen keeps her door cracked a little bit at night so the cats can come in if they want. Fair enough. <laughs> They're prowling the halls somewhere. Uh, and again, Morel comes up and, uh, and helps Cornelius and uh, Oliver at the end of the night. I mean, again, you mm. don't really need help out of your clothing, but it is you know his that job as your valet to make certain that he is. Uh, well, and they are also taking your clothes to go and clean your clothes and then lay out the mm. next day's clothes, especially when you're like, we're going into a swamp tomorrow. And they're like, ah, we'll get the high boots then. 
Yes. <laughs> yes, please. There are some gators that they can provide all of you to protect your pants mm. while you're going out into the swamp. Yeah. No, um, we won't go to the swamp until Friday because tomorrow we have to be yeah. here for people to show up. It is Oath Day, the day for dealing with all your oaths. Yeah, I know, but I keep saying Friday and I mean Fire Day. But you all rest quietly and peacefully through the evening. Cool. Mm, do we? Yes, because you didn't notice anything. Yeah. <laughs> like the night swan sneaking out of the house. Felix vaguely wakes up at some point just because there's a. it's an older house. It's a somewhat windy. It's a blustery autumn evening. And so, you know, like there's a couple window panes rattling here and there. And sometimes it can get a little drafty in the house. But you sleep, rest through the evening, awaken the following day. Dress in your, your noble finery for the day. Mm. Again, we don't really need to worry too much about today because uh, you're going through and, and doing your whole like, hey, we're doing our whole noble thing. I imagine that all of you probably attend the, you know, open door kind of thing that they do. Yeah. I mean, especially the first one. Yeah. Um, since there isn't really an appointment scheduling for this, a lot of it is just like Oath Day is kind of your day off of uh, like going off and doing adventuring stuff. This is where you're staying around the house. So it's a lot of, you know, you're probably familiarizing yourself. We're reading some paperwork. Well, like Oliver and Verity probably set up a little area out in the like the garden in the back or something that they can spar being the more martial mm-hmm. characters. Gwen probably going out there and joining them with that. Felix may be spending the day kind of familiarizing herself with the shrine that's at the top of the tower. This is really a good day for Cornelius to go into the study and really start to like, OK, well, like what all books are in here? What all can I find? Like what is there a mount spell? inventory? <laughs> Jessica mentioned, you know, Felix and Verity probably looking through some of the old documents and all the rest of that yeah, stuff. I'm definitely. like, what was Alice doing here all the time? Mm-hmm. Fortunately, you think a lot of the farmers, especially because they had to take out time yesterday to come up here and swear their oaths are like, you know what? Whatever problem that I have, that can wait another week. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to worry about it this week. Uh, so really, other than like one or two people coming up to just... Um, either complain about like my neighbor put in a new fence out on their back nine and they decided to curve it around this pond. But it's my pond. It's like, but my pond. Half of that pond belongs to me. And now mm. like my goats can't get over there to drink from that pond. And, mm. and so you have to have an entire debate where you're like, well, you have to move the pond or expand the pond or offer up this other track of land. He or, has to have access to the pond. All right. Just put the fence to, to one access. side and the other side. Like, but I don't want his goats coming over, his sneaky male goats coming over here. I am my female <laughs> are goats. These, are these people's last names Hatfield and McCoy by yes, any chance? Yes. Possible. Very <laughs> possible. Uh, we decree that your daughter must marry his son so that y'all don't have a family feud anymore. <laughs> and there's no need for offense. Everybody wins. And if not, you have to play family feud. Yes. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Verity has been here as this uh, administrator for less than like yeah. three days and is already like making arranged marriages. <laughs> yeah, y'all gotta get married. She's like, that's how we settle it in the nobility. Y'all people don't, y'all don't do that that way. It feels <laughs> like that's the easiest solution, obviously. This feels like this would be the fastest way to deal with this problem. The day fortunately passes rather uneventfully. Uh, again, you have a pleasant day and, and now you would only imagine have taken that time to reach out to Anara, ask her if she can procure those... Uh, those flat-bottomed boats for you to yeah. make your way out into the the swamp the following day. And uh, by the end of that day, you would receive uh, an express mail back uh, from Barnaby. More or less just kind of expressing the, oh, yes, that's been a problem in that region for years. And unfortunately, we haven't been able to dedicate any time or um, effort oh, whatever, to really Barnaby. solving this problem. So Yeah, because you so didn't try. My friends, thank you so much for taking this upon yourselves. You truly exemplify the ideals of nobility. He really does like us. It's because he's friendly and he doesn't oh, he's know. Helpful. Yeah, he's, yeah, he, yeah he's great. he likes us. 
<laughs> you know, he throws even like a little bit of a backhanded barb in there where he's like, well, if that bridge is repaired, maybe Baron Tellus can finally join us for one of oh, us. Well, right. <laughs> right? We're just eliminating no longer his has excuses. The excuse. He's also sitting there going, is this guy dead? This guy's dead, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the taxes are still coming in. Which so, is all yeah. he really cares about. <laughs> He's been a vampire for like 50 years. And Kill told Gwen, we can't investigate as long as the taxes are being We're going to call on him. Yeah. Somebody send Telus a note and just be like, come, <laughs> on, come introduce ourselves to you. I, I like the idea. We don't wait for the reply. We just show up Let's one go. day. And- no, yeah. that would be rude. We do it the next week. Well, he'll never scheduled. respond to let us come to his house. He's dead. That's fine. We, we send the letter and then we just show up anyway. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Exactly. But we at least need to send the letter. The most concerning thing would be like, well, you want to send a letter, but people keep disappearing in your your barony, so I'm a little worried about sending a messenger. Right, yeah, <laughs> true. true. We'll hire a we'll knight to follow the, the messenger. <laughs> He's one to shoot the messenger. We hire a druid and send an animal messenger. Oh, I don't want anything to happen to an animal. Mm. Again, you you progress through the day. You have another wonderful uh, evening dinner. You get ready. I imagine all of you just kind of uh, lay out your... It's like, oh, yes, uh, go ahead and lay out our clothing, and while you're at it, go ahead and lay out my armor and my weapons and all the rest of it. I'll need all of that tomorrow. Mm. We work with the page to teach him how to actually clean armor and weapons because when's the last time he ever was alive to do that? Never in my entire <laughs> life. I'm really eager to learn. That's fine. <laughs> my we can God. teach him. Can I go with you into the swamp? No. No. <laughs> God, no. No, you cannot. I could steer a boat. I'm sure you could, but it is far too dangerous. You're also <laughs> snack sized. Well, actually, depending on the size of the creature, anybody could be snack sized. I just look at you. Just I read a book about look. adventuring once that just says always carry a dagger in case you're swallowed whole. So that I've got a knife and I could take that with me. And if I get swallowed, I could cut myself to freedom. I would I, rather uh, not have to explain to your parents why you were swallowed to begin with. Yeah. How was your How was your trip, Tim? I got swallowed by a giant anaconda. My name's um, Luca. <laughs> well, whatever, Luca. Perhaps after you learn how to wield that knife of yours properly, you can come on some of our adventures. Gwen gives him a wink. Does that mean I can join you guys for sparring? Sure. Very well, I suppose. <laughs> yes. Get permission from your parents first. I was going to say, we're going we're to batter and bruise this child. <laughs> he makes a noise one step adjacent to a teapot. <laughs> <laughs> Before rushing off to go tell Pace. Uh, oh my gosh. That'll be fine, I'm sure. I mean, it wouldn't hurt for the boy to learn a few things about handling weapons. Well, we of have to train not. a militia, right? Mm. I'm not sure he should be part of the militia. Well, of course not. Not now, but in a few years. Either way, we need permission from his parents before we treat him, train him in anything. I trained mm. Cinefrith in his basic combat skills. I'm sure I can do it again. Yes. We've all trained children. We. Oh, well, I guess we don't all have children, but regardless. <laughs> I was going to say, though, the, the one person who doesn't have a child is sitting there like, no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but evening comes on. Felix, you... Make your way up. You step into your oh, no. bedroom. Again, it is a nice bedroom. You you have the the nice master suite here. But Felix, you make your way in. I imagine just kind of settle down, sit down on the uh, the edge of your bed, and just kind of take a moment to collect yourself. Again, you have these these beautiful windows that overlook the front grounds. In the distance, you can see the uh, the glowing orange and yellow lights from the town of Stackies. As you settle down, go ahead and make me a perception roll. Okay. Who snuck into your room? You have a note. One higher, that is an eight for a 19. So Clara makes her way up, uh, helps you out of your day clothes and, uh, you know, into your evening wear. I say evening wear like you're in a cocktail dress or something like that. Basically into your, <laughs> you know, your pajamas. I imagine you sit down 
start to turn to like swing your legs up into bed before you notice like the bare edge of something sticking out from beneath your bed. Hmm. Okay, I would like to check it out. Standing up, kneeling down, pulling this out. I imagine there's a long moment for Felix where she just kind of stares at this like, what am I looking at? (laughs) Okay. Beneath your bed is an old leather boot. Hmm. Worn, tattered from years of use. A woman's boot, you believe. Although one with a near flat heel. Mm. And very low on the sides. Okay. Strangely, the entirety of this boot is filled with porridge. What? Ha. Oh, pick it up here next time. Huh? What is this? <laughs> what are you wanting? What, what, what is this boot? <laughs> porridge? Who's eating porridge out of a boot? And why is it nobody? <laughs> what? Is she sure, are, are we sure it's porridge and not ectoplasm? I mean, you can find out next time. You can try tasting it. Ew, no, not ew. Rachel's like, I don't like porridge at the best of time, let alone boot porridge. You gotta put something in porridge for it to taste good. Well, you don't know if there's something in it. I mean, you could have some cinnamon or some nutmeg or something like that in there, you know. Some ectoplasm, you know. Peas porridge hot, peas porridge cold, peas porridge in the boot, nine days old. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's be talking to the cleaning staff. I imagine Cordelia's just sitting there, he just sticks his finger into it. Does that mean that Oliver mm. and I also have porridge hiding in our room, but we're never going to find it? <laughs> <laughs> we can only... Well, eventually we'll smell it. Oh, Lord. Fair. It's like, if this is a warning from the Night Swan, it's really obscure. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this is uh, confusing. But you know who wouldn't leave us uh, boots filled with porridge? Mm. Our patrons. patrons. <laughs> yeah. At least it would be fresh porridge in a nice boot. That's true. Yeah, we do want to, however, take an opportunity to thank our patrons for their continued patronage and support. You are the reason that we here at Find the Path can have such uh, such great infrastructure for our own podcast that we can Mm. uh, have all the tools that we need. These microphones, these mixers, all the rest of that. To find porridge under our beds. (laughs) To find porridge under your bed for no raisin. porridge wasn't free. (laughs) For no raisin, indeed. Uh, Raisin porridge. Mm. We do want to take an opportunity to, of course, thank our patrons for your continued patronage and support. We hope that you have been enjoying this. And uh, let's simply say I've been looking forward to you guys uh, getting out there into that swamp and uh, and seeing what's going on out there. We're going to have a we're going to have a fun time with that. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That means it's going to be awful. It's going to be a porridge monster. <laughs> and this was just they left their boot like Cinderella. It's a... <laughs> This is the weirdest foreshadowing ever. For all you know, the lurker has been like slipping into people's home and leaving boots full of porridge for years. And everyone's oh like, God. I don't know what to do with this. So gross. It's like, that thing thanks? in town nobody it's that thing in town nobody talks about because who's gonna believe you yeah, if literally you say no I found porridge you. in a boot under the bed and it's happened to like everybody, just mm-hmm. nobody knows it. You know? He's just trying he's like, humans like porridge, right? And humans like boots. Boots full of porridge. You like swarms of things, right? No. <laughs> it's just really, really friendly. Anyway. You can handle a bunch of centipedes. I mean, I would be perfectly happy if we found a really friendly monster out and yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah that'd be that great. we could befriend. I mean, okay. considering how far away it is, we need him to be the pump monitor. Yes, he we'll can be our you pump you'll be the Send us a boot of porridge if something is amiss. <laughs> <laughs> Peas porridge if it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> 
But we do want to take an opportunity to, of course, thank our patrons for their continued support. You are all phenomenal. Um, if I could give each and every one of you a boot of porridge, I wouldn't because that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> mm, the, sm- the smell of new boot and porridge. Yum. Mm, mm, fresh leather and porridge. Mm. I, however, would like to start by thanking Kevin Ederfe. Thank hey. you, Kevin. Hey. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, thank 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 you. Is it beef porridge? Oh, God. <laughs> I guess in, 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 in a way it is. Technically. <laughs> this is a particularly old, sweaty-looking boot. Disgusting. Mm. I'm Gross. going to thank Volandis, who is not disgusting. I right. appreciate thank it. You, Volandis. Volandis. That's a good one. Yeah. Good one. Thank you. Thank you. Volandis sounds like it should either be a continent or a like, planet in Starfinder. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where do you come from? I'm from Volandis. Oh, I see. I hear they have yes. great beaches. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to thank Zafiquin Powdalammer. And I apologize well, if you, I said your name incorrectly. Zafiquin, yeah. Zafiquin's a cool Zafiquin. name. That, that is a cool name. That's yeah. a cool name. I really want to use it. I love X and Z names, though, so that <laughs> Then awesome. you have to be good to, to find yes. a stereotype. I apologize if I've said your name incorrectly. We, we take no responsibility for how we pronounce things. <laughs> And uh, I would like to thank Regathiel. So thanks for following. This is actually Heather. <laughs> Gwen would actually really like to thank Regathiel. And if you could like bless her dice rolls or give her <laughs> some divine power. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that thanks, would be Regathiel. great. Share the love. Yes. Yep. Big fan, Regathiel. Big fan. You gotta, he's got to listen to something while hanging out there battling against devils all day long. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. might as well listen to some podcasts about some flippant nobles somewhere. Oh, look, what a worship <laughs> What a nice change of pace. So thank you, Regathiel. Yes, Thanks, thank Regathiel. You. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. And I would like to thank Johan Kjellman. Oh, all thank, right. you, thank you, Johan. Thank you, I really Johans. like that last name. That's awesome. Kjellman. Yeah. Kjellman. Yeah. Sounds like he just stepped off of a longship. Yeah. <laughs> Some Viking energy up in here. <laughs> uh, and I would like to go on and thank a name probably familiar to all of us. Uh, thank you, Brayden Worrell. Oh, thank you, Brayden. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's funny, um, just to mention, because we actually had a, a Patreon backer that we shouted out last week, uh, I believe it was Sandy, um, yeah. that was also um, on our, well, now we have two more. our tier. Mm-hmm. And now so we, have we also more. have here... And then uh, I think the next episode that we do, I think it might be for Hell's Rebels. It was one of the Hell's Rebels episodes. I'm not positive. Um, we also recently shouted out one of our Find the Path tier patrons that's also a Patreon backer. Woo! So apparently awesome. all of you joined at like just the same time, which I think we're now in the uh, uh, February. Yeah, we're now in the February of 2020. So we're making our way hey, my uh, closer and closer. We will never catch up. <laughs> I mean, ideally, we should never catch up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More and more people Infinite backing growth. us. Although that does mean the sooner you back us, the sooner you hear your shout out. That's also, true. Just keep that in mind. Get in there. now. Get in on the ground floor of the startup. This is really the <laughs> second floor, I would say. That's true. So, uh, yeah, of course, thank you all for your continued patronage, your support. Thank you to our amazing community out there. And I do want to take the opportunity to, of course, thank our Find the Path tier patrons. And those include English Bob, Andrew Miller, Braden Worrell, again, Colin Bill, <laughs> Eric and Lisa Junker, Eric Mull, Gary S, Ian Date, Jessica Vetterly, Jim C, John Koo, Joshua Saldana, Justin M, Lewis Ellis, Robert Beach, Sandy, Siren Roll, TJ Khan, and Travis. Thank you all thank for you. your you, amazing Woo. support thank you, in helping you, us you. to bring this adventure to life. To unholy yeah. life at times. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Or like porridge in a boot. That's unholy to me. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, that's true. Bad. That's true. Mm, we'll see. We shall see. 
Although That's the boot like may the not have any holes. That's like the weirdest freaking thing that we've experienced. That's for me, really the weirdest yeah. thing we've ever had. Yeah. Maybe yeah. there's like, a message there that I'm just not interpreting. But for me, old boot filled with porridge under weird. your bed is the weirdest thing that's happened in one of the shows for a long time, and mm. I'm very concerned. I'm not sure if it's I'm going to leave it in, but I had a really long pause where I was like, how do I articulate how strange this is? Yeah. <laughs> Treat it as normal as possible, and that makes it mm-hmm. even stranger. Yeah. yeah. You reach in there. You f- oh, you find a boot full of porridge. I'm sorry, I what? <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> it's just, now it's like when you described Felix trying to figure out what it was, and now we know what it is. I just picture the loading bar like on her forehead, yes. you know, the sword. It's just and like struggling yeah. like this a lot of does not compute. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, well, it is that, also I think that degree of like terrifying when you run into something that's like, this is so If I odd. found a boot full yeah. of porridge under my bed, yeah, I would. Yeah, under my bed, I'm just like. Like. Freak out. Who? What the, how? Who, what the who, actual? First off, who broke into my room? Yeah. Secondly, yeah. who broke in my room specifically to leave a boot full of porridge? Yeah. yeah. It's like, do you call the cops and be like, Is this the calling boot. card of the boot porridge bandits? Like, who knows? I mean, <laughs> what is happening? The boot porridge bandits on it again. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of that. Um, I think it was a Stephen King quote that talked about how uh, things that would normally be um, somewhat strange in an completely alien situation or horrifying. Mm. If you run into a clown at a circus, it's a clown at a circus. If there's a clown standing on your front yard at midnight, yeah, That's now terrifying. it's terrifying. Clowns <laughs> yeah. are scary even at the circus. Aren't so, they? They're yes. creeps, anyway. I mean, it depends uh, on your perspective, but yeah. But yeah, so... Beware the clown at midnight. <laughs> and regardless, though, check in next time to see... If there is any what answer the to this that? porridge situation, yeah, it's his porridge. I need situation. Felix to come get the rest of us immediately. Mm. <laughs> Everyone, know? I need you all to sleep in your armor. <laughs> right. Yeah, I figure she's gonna be like, guys, and then just walk out holding the boot. <laughs> like, like I don't know like, what, what to do this? with this. <laughs> it's time to set a watch. Apparently, obviously, have it cleaned and repaired. Come is on, is this a custom? <laughs> <laughs> that means that everyone here has one week to try to figure out what kind of PJs that their characters wear. <laughs> so they can properly set the nice. scene next time. Nice. Excellent. I know exactly what Gwen wears. Gwen wears one of those like long nightgowns and like wears heels with it. Like, you know, a rich millionaire's heels. wife waiting to hear the news her husband is dead. Oh, with you the know, fluffy collar and stuff? Yeah, with the fluffy, you You've know. You've already got yeah, the wine ex- glass accessory that comes with it? Yes, that's exactly what Gwen wears. <laughs> okay. Who are we kidding? I really want Cornelius to step out in one of those like the full length old timey like dressing gown sort of things <laughs> mm. that has the little fluffed over cat. <laughs> Well, yeah. he does now. Like he steps <laughs> out holding a candle with a little hoop thing. Like what? Oh my, yes. oh my god! No, why would I have a candle? I have the light spell. Well, you just cast the light spell on the wick of the candle, so oh, that you okay. have it. Yeah. Back. <laughs> All right, he does now. That's hilarious. You have to have it for effect. You have to have that whole Ebenezer Scrooge being approached by ghosts effect. <laughs> my goodness. Regardless, though, check in next time to see what the solution to maybe any of this or possibly none of it is. And until yeah. next time. Good luck, Pathfinders. Seriously, Good luck out there. Yep. I can't. <laughs> I mean, there, there is just those moments. Where, like, it's been this year for some reason. We just get mind melted right at the end of stuff, and this is one of those moments. It's like there's yeah. a. It's there's the beginning a of a new year to of mind uh, melting. I guess it is a new year for mind melting. <laughs> yes. New so year, we're new starting minds. the year off with a. Uh,
Benepeth Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.